This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshat Vay Tavshin Ayintes. This parsha we have the final three makers. And finally, Parah is ready to let go. In fact, he wants to, he urges Klaisol to leave. It reminds me of a story of a family who was living in a city, and the city was getting attacked, all the Jews were getting attacked, and they started to leave, they started to run away. And there was a family, they loaded up their possessions, whatever they could take, and their children onto a wagon, and they started to leave as quick as they can. They were traveling quickly, quickly. After about two hours, they stopped to rest, to give the horses something to eat and to drink. And they noticed that their baby was missing. The bassinet that was holding the baby fell out. And they couldn't find the baby. And after looking for a little while, they realized they can't turn back, that all their lives would be in danger, and they had no choice but to continue traveling. Meanwhile, a wealthy fellow who was walking in the city sees the baby on the floor, takes the baby, brings him home, and he raises the baby as his own. He brings him up, gives him everything, a good education, good schools, fine food, fine clothing, gets him married, sets him up in business. And one day, the son goes, and he rebels against his father. He starts beating his father. He beats his father's family, burns down his father's house, burns down his father's businesses, beats up his servants. What would you say about such a person? About the son, what would you say about such a person who grows up in a house, gets everything from this stepfather, then he turns around and he does that stuff to him? That's right. Where, where's the curse of Taif? Isn't this what happened with Maisha and Pari? Klaisa was in a bad situation. The boys were getting killed. The boys were getting thrown into the Nile River and drowning. Maisha Rabbein was also thrown into the Nile River. Along comes Bas Parai, and she saves him. He's brought up in the lap of luxury. He's brought up in Parai's palace. And now years later, Hashem sends him, sends Moshe, to Mitzrayim to destroy Parai and to destroy Mitzrayim. Where's their car Why would Hashem send Moshe of all people? In fact, in last week's parasha we saw, Hashem says, Moshe, Aaron's going to go and hit the Nile. Because you have to have a curse of type to the Nile. You're not going to be the Makkah of Dam and the Makkah of Sodea. Aaron's going to be the one to hit the ground to bring Kenum. Because you have to have a curse of type. What happened to everything else? Where did that curse of type go to? Moshe wanted Aaron to be the one to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim. And yet, Hashem says, no, Moshe, you have to do it. Where's the curse of type? Among the reasons why Moshe had to do it, Moshe had to, he had to be a, a free person who can rebel against the king, not someone who was a slave. Okay, so Hashem should have found somebody. Of all people, Moshe had to show a curse to to Parai. And the Bali Musa explained that there's a guiding principle in the world, and that is Mida Kenege Mida. Hashem runs the world with Mida Kenege Mida. The reason why Hashem runs the world with Mida Kenegin Mida is so we can understand and appreciate the Rebbein Shalom. The Rebbein Shalom runs the world precisely with an exact of everything that He does. Everything is detailed and precise. 
you would ask Pare, Pare, where did you get all this wealth from? Where did you get all this power from? How did Mitzrayim become so strong? And of course we know it's due to one person, Yasef. There was a famine, remember Pare? There was no food anywhere. Yasef was the one who came up with the plan how to save Mitzrayim. And he saved Mitzrayim and he enriched Mitzrayim. Then the Apostle tells us, Yaakov Melachadash, a new king came who did not know Yasef. He made it as if Yasef never existed. He put away from him all the things that Yasef brought to the country. He was not makertev to Yasef. Says Rabbi Shalalem, how am I going to teach Pare Mida Kenegad Mida? Well, Pare, just like you were not makertev to Yasef, that everything you have is from Yasef. You too will see what it's like for someone to treat you without a karsetayv. And therefore, the one who has to have the most karsetayv to you, Meishu Rabbeinu, he's going to be the one to bring the makis onto you. The makis that you deserve will be brought to somebody that you feel has to have a karsetayv to you, but he won't, because you do not have a karsetayv to Yasef. Ashallah yadis, Yasef. You made as if you don't know who Yasef is. He didn't do any kindness for you. And that's why Meishu is going to do the same to you. Because as important as Akar Sataiv is, Akash Bokhu runs the world with Mida Kenega Mida. In fact, this is what the Baal Shantav says when he explains the Pasik in Tehillim in Kufchav Aleph. Hashem Shem Recha, Hashem Tilcha Yagiminecha. Hashem Tilcha, Hashem is your shadow. You know where your shadow is? Wherever you are. It's mimicking whatever you do. And if you ever see somebody acting to you in a way that you don't like, first check to see how you're behaving. Because Hashem judges us, Hashem deals with us as our shadow. Hashem deals with us the way we deal with others. And if you're ever in a situation that's unpleasant, first check yourself, see, why is this happening to me? It's because I must be acting in a similar way. Change the way you act, and if things that happen to you will change as well. In his later years, Rashaam Shadron, when he was about 75 years old, in the early 1980s, the Magi from Yerushalayim used to travel around for Pilam and to speak to people, give chizik to people, to collect money for Pilam. On his last trip out of Eretz he was in London. And it was Purim time. And it was on Purim, he was walking to his room and he tripped. And he fell. Okay, didn't hurt himself much, he got up. The next day, he was near his room, and again he fell. And this time he wasn't standing up. And he said, you okay, you okay? And he wouldn't stand up. And they said, Shalom, it's okay, it happens, you know. Uh, older people, they lose their balance, things happen. And Shalom says, no, no, no. Somebody falls, he falls for a reason. I need to know that reason. And he couldn't think of it. So he said, I'm going to the Rosh Hashiva. I'm going to the Manchester Rosh Hashiva of Yudha Segal to ask him, why I fell. And he comes back with a smile on his face because I realize why I fell. There's a chash of a yid in New York who did a lot for me. He did a lot for me over the years. Whenever I needed something, he always helped out. And he made a chasna. And he asked me to come. And I said, I'm too old. It's hard for me to travel. I can't come. I realize now it's not makir type to him. I was able to go and do so many things because of his help. 
and I was not makatev to him. So mida connected me. Hashem showed me you won't be able to walk properly. You won't be able to function properly because you're not makatev to him. Mida connected mida. Hashem quickly called up the person making the simcha. They were up to the last shavu brachas that evening. He says, "Please wait." If you can delay it a little, stretch it out a little, I'm going to make it for the last Sheva Brachas. He got on a plane, he flew to New York, he made it towards the end of the Sheva Brachas, he spoke, he fabrained with them, he was Mesameach with them, and the next morning he flew back to London. And it took him a good few days to recover from that trip. But he said, it was all worth it, I did the right thing, I was Makritayv. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.